Uh, thank you, Dean, for that kind introduction. Um, it is really good to be back. Um, this university is a very special place. This law school is a very special place. And I'm honored to be here today with Cordell and Steve and a former classmate of mine, Dean Davies. Uh, we graduated in 1991 and then we were associated together at Morgan Lewis. Um, but again, um, it's a very special place uh, for me. And it's a great honor to be here today, especially in light of recent events. And there's no place I'd rather be than with you here today as you embark on your first year of law school. The person I am today is due in large part to the time I spent in Charlottesville at a university founded by a great man who admittedly had his flaws. The tragic events that transpired 10 days ago do not reflect Charlottesville today. They don't reflect this great university. They don't reflect this law school. And they don't reflect who we are as a nation. And I'm saddened and disheartened that we have to still deal with the realities that there are certain people in our nation who believe that hatred and bigotry are the way to accomplish their goals in terms of a just society. It's just wrong. At this juncture in our history, it's more important than ever that those of us with a moral compass engage and stand up for the American principles and values that make this country great. The evil that displayed itself last weekend can only can be defeated if we speak up and stand up. Because we know from history that silence and complacency is not a viable alternative here. While I no longer have the powers that came with being the United States Attorney for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania for seven years, I have returned to a very important role, and that is a private citizen. As Thomas Jefferson once said, a nation as a society forms a moral person, and every member of it is personally responsible for his society. So how did I get to the University of Virginia? Well, 29 years ago, I was sitting exactly where you all are, and that's something hard for me to wrap my mind around, that it was almost 30 years where I was sitting in orientation. And when I was sitting in those seats, there was uncertainty and there was excitement about what the next three years would mean and what my career would lead to. I didn't grow up knowing from a young age that I wanted to be a lawyer. Rather, certain events took place in my life that I think led me to the University of Virginia School of Law. My dad uh, got his graduate degree from Adelphi University in 1964. And at that point in time, there was very, he had difficulty finding schools outside of sort of your traditional African-American schools where he could go, but Adelphi accepted him and he got his PhD. And then he relocated to Wilmington, Delaware and was hired by the DuPont Company. And the DuPont Company was one of the few companies that was hiring African-American chemists with a PhD. And so we settled in Wilmington, Delaware, and we settled in a community that was very supportive and very loving. But the reality was that like we saw last week, and there were certain individuals who did not believe that persons like me or my father or my mom or my sister belonged there. I remember the time where I walked out of the door on a Sunday morning and my dad's cleaning the driveway. And there's a chalk drawing of a Klansman on our driveway. I remember the time that I was riding my bike to the store 
and a car pulls up and knocks me off my bike yelling, go back to where you came from. The police responded in both instances. They were very attentive, very attentive to what my family needed, what I needed, and worked to pursue those matters. That taught me early on that there were people who cared, that there were people seeking justice, and I think that was always sort of in the back of my mind, sometimes consciously, most oftentimes subconsciously, and then I wound my way through high school to James Madison University, political science, criminal justice, took a couple years off, worked as a paralegal, and then I ended up at this great law school. And with regard to um, being in this law school, I cannot forget the day when I got my admissions letter and that my dad was so proud of me that I was going to the University of Virginia and having an opportunity that more than likely would not have presented itself back when he was in school. That told us how far we had come as a nation. And I've taken that responsibility in terms of moving forward very seriously. And everything that I've done throughout my life since coming to the University of Virginia is focused in on that goal of making things better. So I sat here 29 years ago, like you, had my schedule in hand. I remember having Professor Abrahams for torts, <laughs> Professor Getz for contracts, Professor Stunts for criminal law, Professor Lilly for civil procedure, Professor Krent for constitutional law, Professor Brevere for property, and Professor Levine for legal writing. Some of those professors are still teaching, some of them are emeritus, and some have gone on to other schools. While I'm confident, uh, while I had these professors, and while they have changed, I'm confident that the classroom experience has not changed uh, very much. And you're going to experience um, some challenges when you're in class over the next three years. And I can tell you from experience, you're going to survive those experiences. I know being in those classes and raising my hand sometimes voluntarily and then other times getting called on the professor, you start in that engagement. And sometimes I felt like I was really on. I got the answers, I'm giving them to the professor and we're responding. And then there were other times where I'm thinking, I don't believe I just said that. And sometimes <laughs> I'm thinking, and the professor's going, that was a really dumb, I mean a really, really dumb response. <laughs> but what the professors never did was they never called you out on it. What they did was they take your answers and weave it into the day's lesson in order for you to understand the legal concepts that were germane to the day. And from that, you learn a lot about yourself, a lot about how you think about difficult issues, how do you respond to those difficult issues. Because at the end of the day, the professors here, their goal here is to teach you about the substantive law, but also teach you about its history and the law's limitations, so that every one of you will be well prepared to serve the community once you walk out of the doors at the University of Virginia. And I can tell you from my experience, being U.S. Attorney, where I'm sitting in a conference room with my supervisors and we're talking about really significant cases, whether or not it was national security, whether or not it was a healthcare fraud matter, whether or not it was with regard to issues of violent crime with, or issues with regard to narcotics trafficking, the list goes on and on. There was a give and take. 
and I would lead that give and take, and I would call on people and ask them questions, and they would give their response. But through that give and take, we were able to get to the right answer and think about things critically in order to do the right thing. That's something that you're going to learn here, and that's going to be a valuable tool and skill set that you're going to have, regardless of what you do throughout your career. Because at the end of the day, you want to do things right. You want to be correct. For me as U.S. Attorney, what I wanted to do was I wanted to charge the appropriate people. If the investigation showed that there wasn't evidence to warrant charges, I didn't want to go and charge those people. And at sometimes you would charge a case and information would come to light that undermined kind of your theory of the case. And rather than push forward with the case and move forward with the case hoping that you were going to win, the right thing to do is to step back and decide it's time to dismiss the charges and acknowledge that you made a mistake and move on because that's the right thing to do. And you will learn that in the classroom setting here at the University of Virginia. And unless you break the honor code or you decide law school's not for you, every single one of you is going to walk out of this law school in three years. Now, one of the things that's going to happen during your first year is you're going to hear a lot of talk about study groups. And I don't have anything against study groups, but you have to understand something. You're smart. You got in here because you're smart. And you've got to figure out what works for you. And so when I was a first year, first semester, I heard all this talk about study groups. You've got to be in a study group because that's the only way you're going to succeed. And I joined a study group and it was focusing on all the four classes that we're taking. But I realized that it wasn't for me. I was better studying by myself, focusing in on my study habits and proceeding that way. And that's something you all need to, I think, think about as you move forward. I know you saw Sarah Davies' um, class schedule, your daily schedule, which seems pretty intense. And I don't remember having a schedule like that when I was in law <laughs> school, but it, what it is. But at the end of the day, you've got to figure out who you are. You've gotten to this place through what you've been able to accomplish academically. You are going to succeed. So remember, figure it out for yourself because that's something that you truly need to do in order to succeed. This law school provides you with great opportunities. There are a number of affinity groups. There are a number of public interest groups. There are a number of journals. The list goes on and on. And what you're going to learn about this law school is that there's a tremendous wealth of backgrounds, experience, talent, and diversity. And you can see it as you look around this room. I had the privilege of being here, standing here, and looking out. And it's just an amazing view. And one thing you need to understand is that having a successful law school career, or even a law career, is that you need to learn to understand and have empathy with others. And this law school is going to provide you with those opportunities. Inside and outside of the classroom, you're going to learn that there's some people you understand better than others, and other people that you just don't get. But my statement to you is, if you don't get someone, don't just shut them out. Try to understand. Work to understand. It's very important because as you go through life, you need to understand different perspectives because that's one of the things that's going to help you become successful. 
And doing that sometimes requires getting out of your comfort zone to understand and empathize with others. But you have to do it. And it pays out great dividends. And I learned that firsthand moving back to my role as U.S. Attorney, my former role as U.S. Attorney. And as a U.S. Attorney, one of the things we had to deal with was national security. And national security is not an easy thing to deal with. It's complex. There are certain aspects to it that make it difficult to address. But we had to do it as U.S. Attorneys. And one of the things we decided to do as U.S. Attorneys was start what we would call Arab Muslim Sikh working groups. And the whole idea behind that was that we were working in an environment where we're here in the United States and everyone, American citizens, deserve to be protected by the rights of the Constitution. But you're also dealing in an environment where there's been a religion that has essentially been hijacked by a small minority who's willing to use violence to hurt people across the world. And as law enforcement, we were charged with trying to prevent that. But in order to do that effectively, I, we recognized that we had to build relationships with certain communities. So we started these working groups where we would talk about different issues, things of concern to that community, and we would convey to them things of concern to law enforcement, helping, hopefully, hopefully building those bridges where we could communicate and work with each other in order to make sure that we as prosecutors were respecting the rights of American citizens, but at the same time, persons were recognizing the need for them to help provide us assistance. Just wanting to talk, have dinner, have coffee about what's going on in the world and get my perspective. And that was really special for me. And I can tell you that I didn't have the tools and skill set when I walked in to UVA to do that. But over the course of my studies here at UVA and moving through life, I've acquired that and it all started here. So I charge you with take time to get to know and understand one another because it will pay dividends in your career. You want to find your passion here while you're in, at UVA. And the dean alluded a little bit to one of my passions was post-conviction assistance project. I got involved with that project and the first year that I was on the executive board, I helped run a literacy program at, at Albemarle County Jail where we worked with inmates and teaching them reading and writing skills with the idea that we'd help them get jobs afterwards, that they'd be able to fill out the necessary paperwork in order to move their lives forward. And then I became the litigation director where I would help coordinate between professors and law students to help represent persons who are incarcerated either in civil rights cases or challenging their conviction. And I got the unique opportunity as a third year law student to argue before the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeal. And that was a very challenging and unique experience working with Professor Krent at that time. And I learned a lot about what it's like for individuals to be in a position where they're incarcerated and their rights have been violated and then move forward. And I was at Morgan Lewis and I would do work in different aspects in terms of the Community Support Center for Child Advocates or the Educational Law Center. And then I became an assistant United States attorney for 11 years where I was charged with prosecuting serious cases for 11 years. And I went really hard at it. And as time goes on, you realize that there are a lot of different dynamics 
in play in terms of what goes on in the area of crime and what leads people to engage in crime. And then I got the unique opportunity to become United States Attorney and one of our missions was to rethink how we do criminal justice in our society. Community safety doesn't mean just investigate, prosecute, and lock people up. That doesn't work, never will work, it won't be successful. And you can try and try and try, but that's not going to work. You've got to think about prevention, you've got to think about reentry. And that's how UVA fits into what I was doing as United States Attorney when we were working on prevention efforts at Strawberry Mansion High School and other schools working on youth court prevention programs, trying to make sure that young people were not going to head down the wrong path into the criminal justice system. But that wasn't it. You also had to think about the men and the women who are incarcerated. What's going to happen when they come back? And what can you do to make their transition back into society a positive one so that you don't have to use your investigative resources in order to investigate and prosecute those cases. And so we spent a lot of time working with them on housing issues, cognitive behavior issues, working with them on job opportunities, licenses, and all that effort paid huge dividends where we were able to push the recidivism rate down because they were being given the opportunity to be successful after their release. And I learned that initially here at UVA. So whatever you do, find your passion, because that will carry on throughout your life and throughout your legal career. Now, I've been real serious for the last few minutes, but the reality is you got to have some fun, too. <laughs> and I can tell you I had fun. I played a lot of softball, a lot, a lot of softball. With fear and loathing in Section F, that was our team name, and we played well. Bar Review, Feb Club, study sessions at the Virginia, and those study sessions very often times involved an individual by the name of Tim Hafey and another individual by the name of Neil McBride. And we lived in a house together on Cleveland Avenue, our second year of law school. And when I was sitting in your seat, I could not have ever imagined that I would eventually become the United States Attorney. And I can tell you that neither Tim Hafey nor Neil McBride thought of themselves of ever becoming United States Attorneys. And there we were at the Virginian just talking about law school and life in general. And the next thing you know, in 2010, we're all being appointed as United States attorneys. <laughs> and it was the ride of a lifetime. And it was, um, it's very special that we share this common bond that developed initially here at the University of Virginia School of Law. So in summary, here's my final advice to you. Play as much softball or as little softball as you like. The law school experience for each one of you will be different, but that experience will share some commonalities that will bind you forever with your classmates. Some of you will find it easier than others in the academic challenges. Some of you will find it easier than others to be open to different points of view than others. And some of you will struggle as you try to figure out what's next for you to do after law school. But if you take your Take this opportunity to challenge yourself and engage. You will be a better lawyer and well-equipped to meet the challenges of whatever career path you choose after you graduate from the University of Virginia School of Law. Nothing is written in stone, so always take time to evaluate what you are doing now and where you want to be. I've been where you are, and I can honestly tell you that there are greater things that lie ahead. 
when it finally comes time to eventually leave UVA Law for your next adventure. Enjoy the ride. It goes by very quick, and I truly wish I could be back and sitting where you are. So thank you, and have a great first year of law school. You're in for a great time.